everybody, this is DJ Loch Nessie, and we are live with our special guest, Cloudwater. Can you introduce yourself? Hey, what's up, I'm Cloud. Hello, Cloud. We love him, and you may have heard him in his hit single, My Ugly, which is one of my favorite songs. I'm going to be playing it soon. And uh, so, this is a little interview. We want to get to know the man, the myth, the legend behind the music. So, can you tell us about yourselves? About myself? My, yeah, yourself. <laughs> I think you said it plural. I there did say probably, it plural. There probably are multiple versions of me. So that's, are there that's different clouds? Are there other clouds out there? <laughs> yeah, you got cumulonimbus. You got... <laughs> okay. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm not going to restart it. <laughs> I don't want to restart it. Should I restart it? No. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's just keep it candid. Um, uh, tell me about yourself and your other clouds. Yeah. Um, so I go by cloud. Everyone calls me that. I actually had several crazy different names that I tried to, I tried to, like thrust upon people. But thrust. when I would go live. When I, when I would go live and it would say cloud fodder, people like they didn't know I was trying to use a pseudonym. And so they just would be like, hey, cloud. And it stuck. Yeah. So yeah, pe yeah. People were people were the same with me because, you know, like uh, people are just like, oh, is your name Vanessa? I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I know I go by Nessie, but it is not Vanessa. I hate it when people say that. Um, and so. Uh, when did you start getting into music? Let's just dive into these questions, shall we? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, well, I mean, I was uh, doing music before I could talk. Probably, I was I was probably singing before I could talk um, or making noises. Yeah. Um, I don't have a musical family at all, uh, so that that's kind of funny. But I, I think probably I started playing instruments junior high, then producing music. Uh, around the same time and yeah okay well that's that's really cool um that you're because you mentioned before that you are the black sheep of the family this is true yes okay i think we all can relate to that i can relate to that you know i'm the only one that wants to be in radio everyone else is like you know uh but so uh that being said do your th does do your relatives, do they know about your career? Are they like, would you say that they're at least maybe a little supportive? Do they think that's cool that you have over um, 100,000 subscribers or uh, followers on TikTok? <laughs> How does that feel? You're the cooler um, one of the family. <laughs> yeah, most of them don't know, which is good. Um, I think my parents know, and that's about it. I, I've kind of just wanted to keep it quiet because yeah. the more people that know who actually know me IRL, like the the more likely that my identity would actually. Oh, oh, that's a good point. That's a good point because, you know, you want to keep this anonymity type of thing going, which totally works for you, by the way. It works. You, you do a great <laughs> job. And I think that that is like this mysterious part of you. And so um, we don't really have to go in the, um, the questions in order here, but uh, 
We do know that your music, actually, uh, My Ugly, wasn't the first time that you had graced the internet. So uh, you started doing TikToks. So what got you into TikToks? Yeah, so I, I had been playing in bands and um, I'd just done music for quite a while. And uh, at some point I was like, well, you know, I want to do TikTok, but I kind of just want to be able to like freeform do whatever I want to and not worry about what other people are going to think. Um, I had like enough of this sociological network that might kind of frown upon TikTok and uh, mm. like the sort of silly things I would do like skits or covers or whatever. So I just kept it anonymous and um, I have enjoyed that and um, you know it kind of took off. Um, yeah. I guess that's kind of it. Yeah. You know, I think that a lot of people make a lot of assumptions about TikTok, but you see big creators like Addison Grace um, and, you know, all these other musicians like Ren who started on TikTok and gave a little, um, just a little snippet of their song, boom, the next day they're famous. And <laughs> so I guess that happened with you. Um, and so when was the first, like, what was the first video you'd say that really made you think, okay, well, I can make this into a career or the first video that, uh, got enough views to encourage you? Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't say I have a, a full blown career out of it. However, uh, I don't be modest. Don't be modest. <laughs> Gas no. yourself up a little it... bit. Well, no, it's not. I, uh, this is like incredible as, as I've. As we mentioned before, like I, the music I've done in the past had such a small audience compared to now. Um, so I'm incredibly grateful for that. Um, the first video, let's see, I did a couple covers. I did one that I like duetted, a, uh, I don't know. I think it was like, you know, some famous TikToker, um, mm. like Addison Rae or something like that. I don't, I don't remember even, but, <laughs> but I, I do edit just videos, clips of theirs, and then like sang some song. And that one I think did pretty well. Um, the, the most viewed video that I have is a, a cover of, um, Matt Maltese as the world caves in. Oh, um, af after, after I did that, then like kind of just grew exponentially so yeah and you know what if i actually discovered you i've been following for a little while um because i love following new upcoming artists especially if they're underdogs because i like supporting underdogs um you know you're not really an underdog anymore because you got a bit of a a following um so much that we want to see merch soon i know we all want to see merch <laughs> soon um just saying i'm gonna plug your merch Thanks. immediately when i hear it i want you to send me that link um and so uh my uh i discovered you i was just uh going through and the adults are talking which i actually haven't heard of but i do love the strokes but i haven't heard of that song in particular until i saw you doing a cover of it and it was so good that i actually wanted to use it for an intro for one of my shows and i can't remember if i commented that but i wow. i hope i did um, just because it just sounds so good. And this morning I pulled it up because I, I just wanted to hear it. I was like, it still sounds good. It sounds amazing. <laughs> Thank you. You got a wide vocal range. So um, off the record a little bit, what's the lowest note you can hit? Like, do you know of the note? I, I do not know no? offhand. But you can go, like, pretty low, right? Because you, you have probably, a very wide probably, vocal range. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm a baritone just naturally. Um, mm -hmm. But the reason why, like, most popular music uh, is sung at least at tenor, if not higher. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, when I was growing up, I didn't know anything about vocal ranges. And so in order to actually sing most songs that I liked, I had to do falsetto. So mm -hmm. I do falsetto. That's kind of how I'm able to cheat and, like, get some extra uh, leverage there. But, yeah, I do have a, a lowish voice. Okay. Well, you know, I... Because I heard a higher voice in The Adults Are Talking and then My Ugly, which is like going down like Lol 9. I don't know if you've heard of that YouTuber. He's got this certain voice. Also a little bit like Damon Albarn has a similar when mm. he sings low. I, I feel like your voice is around that type of thing. Also, mm. Cat Stevens has that type of voice. The only way I could describe it is just very like a cat purring. A very pleasant sound but very distinct because it's just it's warm and welcoming and it's also very oh, intense you. it sounds like you're wise and um, that's one of the reasons why I enjoy that song and so uh, I just wanted to ask because myself I am an alto but I'm also a soprano I'm a soprano oh cool yeah I do a little bit of music but honestly I it was a choir for a little bit but I can't do what you do. I can't. I can't play music. Oh, I'm sure. Like, like I'm you sure do. you're downplaying it. You've got to drop oh, it. No, no, I know. I guess. I mean, Loch Nessie will probably release something soon. But uh, let's keep the focus on you. Pfft. Yeah. <laughs> Quit <laughs> no, it. Quit please. distracting I, I yourself. Quit distracting everybody. We want to hear about you. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. And also. Uh, let me just plug in that you can support Cloud Fodder on TikTok. And also, are you on Spotify? Can we find your stuff on Spotify? Yes, absolutely. Um, I've got four songs up right now, and I should be, well, we can talk about that yeah. <coughs> yeah. moment. But yeah, I should be on all the platforms, all the plats. Yeah, all, all the plats. Yeah, so just Amazon yeah. Music, Apple Music, and all that stuff. Cool. And so uh, we're uh, getting into the questions about your songs. But before I do, I want to ask, so what does the name Cloud Fodder mean to you? Yeah, um, it's an excellent question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I first started, like I was saying, when I first started TikTok channel, I um, was thinking about just like the, you know, billions of videos that are posted online every single day that enter the cloud. And it's just like this extra garbage. It's like sort of cheap um, commodity. Yeah. Uh, it's like fodder. And so I was like, oh, I'm just adding more fodder to the cloud. And so I just picked that name and it's, it's stuck. Well, you know, actually on that topic, um, I don't know if you, you probably don't, but my one of my DJ personas is uh, I named her Glitch because um, when I first started out in radio, I was told like I can't play certain songs because they're not popular, and like why would we listen to the radio when you can listen to Spotify? I'm just like because Spotify is a um, computer program, and I am a human being with a heart, and I know what you want to listen to. The, you can try to put feeling into these playlists, you know, like Pandora, but in the end, humans are the ones that like experience music emotionally. And so I felt like I was trapped in a computer screen. And so I did my art on my 
cheek today that has that. So it's kind of like com contributing to this useless cloud on the internet. I love the idea so much just because I love all that computer stuff. And um, I just, I feel the same way because, you know, you're just adding to this giant, massive accumulation of everything that's online. Um, and so, uh, you know, imagine if the internet just disappeared one day. That would be insane. All of that. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. Say goodbye. Then we wouldn't be able to see you anymore. And, you know, like, wouldn't be able to see your awesome covers. So, also, uh, moving on to the music. So, My Ugly is uh, one of the most popular songs that you've released. A side character is amazing. The other two songs are also pretty cool. Um, My Ugly is uh, about, you know, like... Uh, you know, stopping people from being judgmental and, um, you know, like calling out people who uh, want you to look and act and s seem a certain way. So can you tell us about the story behind My Ugly? Yeah, so <clears throat> kind of the background is that I kept getting a lot of comments just about my appearance, which is sort of... They're crazy. I mean, it didn't bother me all that much um, because it's kind of just the nature of the internet, like... Yeah. If you have a million views, like people are going to have opinions, and um, the, people would just say crazy stuff about, <clears throat> excuse me, how I look. Um, a lot of times, it was like comparing me to serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look uh, like would, a serial killer. <laughs> Why would they say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I don't see a Bundy here. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that, or like, um, like I have like a minor tooth gap. And people be like, oh, do you floss? Do you use a mattress to floss your tooth gap? That's mean. <laughs> Stuff like that. And That's so I mean. mean. It, it really doesn't bother me. You know, I'm not like, I'm not a teenager whose who's value is completely like derived from the internet opinions. Um, but uh, yeah, it, that's kind of like, it prompted me to just be like, wow, all these people are kind of calling me these negative things, calling me, essentially calling me ugly or, or strange or whatever. Um, and so I kind of developed a story behind it. And um, yeah, like just as I mentioned, it came from the numerous comments. And I also wanted to convey, though, the fact that there is like, no, I, I'll, I'll say that. I'll say no, that. no, no, go ahead. I want to hear it. <laughs> okay. There is like, um, just people don't want to be judged. And I understand that from their appearance, they don't want to be judged on their appearance. But it's not purely about that. I think the song I wanted to convey that there's this very dichotomous nature inside of all of us, where we want, we don't want to be judged for how we look, yet we want to be loved for being beautiful. And uh, there's sort of this conflict that we all have where we, you know, yeah, we actually do want to be loved for being beautiful and how we look. But we also want to be like, nah, don't judge me on how I look. Right. Um, yeah. And I so from the perspective of like that sort of inner conflict, that's how the narrator or me is singing. And that's kind of like the lens that the, you can look at the lyrics through, I would say. 
Yeah, you know, we love our anti-hero. We love the the person that calls people out for, you know, like pushing this. You know, I you know all, everybody wants to be beautiful. You know, everyone wants to be perfect. It'd be nice if everyone was perfect. There's so much pressure on people online to be perfect. And we always love people that, you know, don't feel like they need to be perfect. Like, again, Billie Eilish, uh, she um, did that uh, not my responsibility because that one picture that I've surfaced the Internet of her with, you know, uh, just wearing a tank top. And I saw that and I was like, oh, that's a person wearing a tank top. Everyone else said she looks overweight. And that was it was it was just this moment when this person that we all love and everybody adores Billie Eilish. I love Billie Eilish. We all love Billie Eilish. Um, but she wears baggy clothes because we saw, oh, no, she's human. Wow. How dare you? How dare you be human? And believe it or not, after all that happened, after this stuff happened, she went out and on Vogue and she dressed in lingerie and she looked smoking hot. And believe it or not, she didn't lose any weight. She didn't do anything. She was just being herself and showing people, no, I am sexy. You can't tell me what to do. And um, then, you know, online, uh, she did post that on a Q&A on her Instagram story of all these photos that people have done fan art of her looking extremely overweight. And uh, it still affects her to this day. So I can understand this song is this uh, catalyst. It's this, it's this oasis in a sea of a lot of just people wanting to be fake and pushing like you know jake paul buy my merch and so getting into the lyrics um please forgive my dimensions i should have just designed myself for your bad intentions like people go on the internet and they'll look at you and they'll look at all the stuff and they'll want to fantasize so can you tell me about um this uh second verse here in my ugly because that's just my favorite one um, I should have picked a form that would make good mental porn for all of your odd fantasies. <laughs> I just love how judgmental that sounds. You're judging them back. It's because they want to see this, like, person. They want to see someone that they can, uh, fantasize maybe their favorite anime character. So can you tell me more about that? Yeah, I mean, um, I think, especially on TikTok, you, you just see a lot of, uh, negative evaluations of people and, it's kind of like what what do you want from me like it's yeah, almost like, like people are expecting expecting like you know there'll just be really short comments like um like too fat or like <laughs> too uh, fat or like like, like seriously people too just be fat. like like too flat. flat or you know too stuff, flat like, stuff, too flat yeah, what's that supposed like, to no, mean not me, not me. What, i'm just saying like what general, but what do they mean by that what is that supposed to mean like like well, <laughs> too flat too fat too flat what does too flat mean flat chested you mean if, like yeah if i have to tell you what that means maybe you should spend some time on urban dictionary oh my god no um, i don't want to know now this is all this the rule 34 stuff that because like you know people want you know because the the industry pushes sex and you know you you should find everything attractive it's burning our brains um, and you can't just like music. You can't just follow someone because you like music, right? And so I think that that's the the point. Like, I'm supposed to just, I guess, be a fetish for you? Or, like, because there will always be trolls. Shane, uh, Shane Quakeson actually did something called a troll where he calls that out. Um, but if it gets too bad, then, you know, someone could actually self-harm, which is, you know, one of the reasons why we all like this song. 
And uh, if we go into the, um, I will grind night and day like a cosmetic slave to six feet down bad for me. And uh, again, this is um, a bit of a time capsule for, uh, you know, like, um, I guess nobody says poggers anymore, but, you know, an ice <laughs> up in my veins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, when I, when I wrote the song, which was 2021, actually, I was like recording it probably two years ago at this point um the those were the terms and yeah, so yeah, they're, they're in there <laughs> there's still people that say poggers there's still people that do it but i i love it i love also how uh you kind of sound like you're rapping there um so you, you again you do all this I stuff do? yourself yeah you kind of sound like you're rapping because it's just honestly um i was like trying to sing along but i could not keep up with you because of how fast it was like that's like Eminem. <laughs> that was really, really fast. <laughs> Look at their face, age, weight, and elegance. I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to. Also, stay safe inside the cage, babe. Safe face is where I put my wager. I was like, um, <laughs> this is the biggest tongue twister. I can't keep up. And that's just, that's pure talent right there, isn't it? That's funny. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I could have, I could have made it easier for the audience. But. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, it's it's that's just a, a display of how, you know, how good you sing and how well you do do your job, which is make music. And so, what does cacophobic mean? What does that mean? Um, if you have cacophobia, it means you're scared of ugly things or ugly people. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. For, please forgive my ugly, because apparently I'm ugly. I'm not allowed to just be a human being. And uh, six leagues down, bad for me. I love that so much. I also love six feet down, bad for me. So you came up with that, didn't you? Uh, one of those I came up with. I think six feet down, bad That's so may cool. have been a comment I saw somewhere on TikTok because um, people would sort of put like, like, oh, this like in a video, like they would show a guy who's sort of like doing some going out of his way to be nice to a girl and like people in the comments would be like oh man you're down bad oh i remember you're six feet down bad i remember that sort of like progressively go worse like oh you're like mariana trench down bad you're (laughs) you're like so that was just the the six feet down bad i think i'd heard somewhere the um uh what was the other one um Six leagues down bad is just for my That's own cool. Variation. And as a sailor captain, I approve that. I approve this <laughs> message. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I approve this message. Um, and so, uh, is there any like, was there anybody in like real life that kind of just made you draw the line? Like, this is a straw that broke the camel's back. I'm sick of it. Like, um, oh, before I answer that, I think Zoom only lets you on a call for a certain amount of time, and it's telling me I have less than one minute. Less than a minute. Yes. So I might have to rejoin or is that going to mess everything up? Nah, rejoin. Let's keep it going. Let's keep okay. it going. And if it if the call drops then we'll we'll just come back. We'll come back. Okay, cool. And I'll, I'll for Spotify back. itself I will edit that out, but on my uh, website, hey everybody on my website, it will you know, you know, well I mean they're going to see us if if the call drops technical difficulties like, you know, Markiplier streams and if there's technical difficulties, he keeps it going. And this yeah. is live again. We'll we'll just keep it rolling, keep it rolling. Uh yeah, radio is supposed go. to just you, there's no interruptions. It's live. You can't stop it from happening. Oh, oh, oh.
and loading screen so that's where we were i hope everybody liked that little um lo-fi interlude <laughs> so i i'm worried though it's gonna happen again in like a half an hour oh oh no i guess we're just gonna have to do it again we're just gonna have to go back to that loading <laughs> screen oh god yeah, you know absolutely. please forgive my ugly i made a mistake <laughs> like, yeah this must be new from used to be able to hold on to a call longer than 30 minutes you know what i think that if if zoom is listening to this right now help us out so that way we can do more interviews with cloud fodder because we love him so <laughs> you've done him dirty zoom yeah, it's zoom's fault like this is not your fault okay so um going back don't worry like again I, I am a professional radio host i have a backup plan for all this stuff i i have we will be back after these messages and you know that's what we're, we're trained to do so um don't worry it's fine if it happens again then we will go back to that and oh no we we had a flaw isn't that what your song's about your song's about you know like i'm sorry that i'm not perfect all the time don't worry about it don't worry about it Okay, oh. so yeah, back into. Are you okay? You doing okay? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, so back into the lyrics. I just, as, uh, I just. What's Babe Safe Face? Just want to know. Just want to know, cause I don't think on Genius. Uh, I found you on Genius. Genius. I don't think it that specifically stated so are there certain mm. things about the song that you want people to understand like this is if they were to put it on genius what would you want for certain lyrics that you feel like are misunderstood hmm. i don't think they're anything i think it's pretty straightforward isn't it uh, what was that i think it's pretty straightforward you know what the lyrics mean i don't think that there's like because you know again it's going to be going it's 
this is going to be heard by people, lots of people, and they're going to be some of them in introducing themselves to My Ugly for the first time. Um, and, you know, like, they're going to be going to, yes, yeah, I'm on Genius right now. It is, there's nothing specifically stating what these lyrics mean, but on Genius, oh. you can, yeah, yeah, you can change, like, you can add, like, what does this mean? And so, Babe Save Face, what does that mean? <laughs> what is that? Um, is that, you know, like... Because that's probably the one line in, in there that, like, I didn't have a, a very explicit meaning for. Because mm. I had some other lyrics that um, kind of tied it together in a bow, <laughs> like the song. And mm -hmm. I didn't like that. I didn't want it to be just, you know, I didn't want it to sound like a, like a, a very obvious moral lesson that children watch on like Sesame Street or something like that. Yeah. And so um, I left it ambiguous. And so that is more like, hey, like let's um, not try and break the like social norms of, of trying to fit within the beauty standards. Let's just save face. Oh, um, oh my uh, gosh, I and, like and, that. Like, put, your, put your wager on like keeping the norm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's not, it's not like, that's not the view I hold. It's just from that that gotcha. character's perspective yeah okay and so um i do want to ask is cloudfather a character you're going to be giving like uh or is that just you because like is this a character you're going to create for like an upcoming album or something i'd like to see you create a character for it you know oh yeah i'd like to see that <laughs> i think i like no, i mean I'm, I'm i am myself pretty much okay. we like you being yourself we don't want to replace you don't change you're perfect <laughs> you're not ugly for the record, nobody thinks you're ugly. Those people, you know, I think they might be jealous. Maybe a little bit. Maybe they're jelly surfing. <laughs> jelly surfing, right. So diving into um, some of the other songs, because I think we buried My Ugly. Um, it's six feet under. So can you tell us about uh, some of your other songs? Would you say My Ugly is your favorite song you've released? Or would you say Jelly Surfing or Side Character are better songs that you want more attention towards? Um, I, I don't know if I'd say I have a favorite, favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like side character uh, and my ugly pretty comparable. And jelly surfing is just like a, it's kind of just like I wanted to try something else, and I, I the voice that I was singing in is is very much like a. A Julian Casablanca mm, yes um, yes almost. yes you sound just like him by the way yeah on, yeah. on that song in particular yeah okay. so I uh, that one was just fun to kind of um, relay to people how so much of life particularly after you're done with school mm -hmm. um, you kind of feel like you're you're being a lot of uh, a lot of thing rules are being imposed on you uh, subconsciously from culture like you need you need to have a partner or be married at a certain age you need to start having children at a certain age you need to have a career at a certain age and be doing x y and z um, and so i was just kind of exploring that because i think i i know at least a handful of other people who, who feel the same way so okay yeah you know that's i think i think that's true yeah like because i you know i'm i'm not in college i may be going back to college you know because i'm affiliated with quest to college 
and yes I am going back next semester but um you know like it's just this whole shame with being a dropout and also like you know gifted child for instance I think you make a lot of great points there for the record all of your music is fun <laughs> yeah no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I don't blame you for ha not having a favorite child all of it's fun otherwise you wouldn't have all those followers and so is there a specific cover that you've done that you'd say is you know, like you're as better than the other ones you want wanted more uh, views on. Is there a video that you wish got more views? And so you've gotten to a million views on a few. Um, impressive, you modest man. Um, you are uh, very accomplished. And so the fact that you got to a million is honestly, it's hysterical how modest modest you are. It, you are very modest and humble, which is really cool. And so is there a specific video that you have released that you wish got more attention or are you just like, eh, I don't like that video and it got a million? What do you think? Hmm. I did a few covers that um, I put a lot of thought into that I think like hardly anyone saw. I, I think like, I'm trying to think. I did a Louis Armstrong cover, a Radiohead cover. Um, mm -hmm. Did you do my creep? Uh, like a creep? Oh, uh, no, creep? no. Um, it was high and dry. High and dry? Um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are a couple others that I'm like, oh, the, like I, I really tried to make sure this sounded good and relatable and would be the type of thing that people liked and it just didn't get any views. Mm, okay. That's just the nature of, of the algorithm. Yeah, that, that'll Something's catch and, and something's don't, so. Yeah, and you know, like you're also fighting the inner the algorithm. Like, if there's a trend, then everyone's doing that trend, and getting on the free page is like, you know, you you never know if you're actually gonna do it because you're going with the wave of all these people, and you could get buried underneath all these people. You know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, jelly surfing is pinned, isn't it? Isn't isn't it pinned, or is it side character? Side character is pinned side on your pinned. Yeah. side character is pinned. And I really like side character. I think that it, it's, it's really good. Tell me about side character. Sure. Um, that's another one that's a couple years old I, or more. Actually, I think um, I first did, it was a response to a, another comment response. Um, mm -hmm. Someone literally said, you look like a side character. <laughs> um, and uh, this was like, I think December of 2020. And um, because people were using that language a lot, like feeling yeah. feeling like the main character, like yeah, that was kind of that era. People who think they're the main character and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, that song is just like, I wrote it really quickly and people loved it. And um, I kind of just didn't get around to, to completing it because I didn't have lyrics that I liked that um, continued that like, I don't know, 15 second clip I had made in 2020. It took me a long time to like to sort the rest of the song out in my mind. Um, yeah, but but the lyrics themselves, if you're if you're curious, um, it's kind of from the perspective of someone who recognizes um, that they have like a, a really strong desire to be with someone. It could be like a friend or a partner or whatever. Um, and they realize that that person doesn't treat them how they ought to. And yet there's like a little bit of the blame does come back on them because of the fact that they're like reinforcing this 
negative behavior of like letting this partner or whatever um, treat them like a side character. Um, so yeah, I mean, most of it is sort of bashing the 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 um, Chad or whoever. <laughs> the Chad. <laughs> whoever the. Like... I still love those memes. Those are my favorite. I love them so much. I love uh, you know incel like the beta incel and stuff like that. I still make fun of incels. <laughs> like yeah, Chad, <laughs> you're a Chad. In music, you are very much a Chad. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Chad of music. Thank you. Yes, yes. and um, so uh, we we love that concept, you know, because um, this isn't a movie, but like at the same time, everyone's gonna try to force it, and everyone is allowed to have this fantasy of being in a movie, but when you try to force everyone else to fit around this narrative that you're you know, making for yourself, you're going to find that all of your friends don't want to hang out with you anymore because, you know, nobody wants to be treated like their side character. Like, have you ever been treated like your side character? You seem like yes. the main character to me. Yeah, I mean, not not often that I'm like the side character. I think a lot of times, you know, I don't I don't want to act like I'm a victim all the time because probably... I treat people like they're a side character without knowing it and vice versa. Um, like they treat me like a side character. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't say like there's a specific relationship where it's like, wow, I am always put in the background of this, of this friendship or whatever. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know, treating people like they're less than, um, uh, versus, you know, like everyone is also allowed to be their Pixar. This is, I mean, sometimes I Pixar movie myself. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Please elaborate. I want to know. Like, sometimes I have moments where I'm just like, this would be perfect in a Pixar movie. And I like, you know, or like, I want to act like a Pixar character. Or like, you know, I want to be uh, the the heroine, like stereotypical heroine uh, that has like this epic journey that I'm going on every now and then. Like recently I went to New York, best experience of my life. Wow, I loved it. And during that time, I really did feel like Kevin McAllister for Christmas time, you know, like um, Home Alone. And I I just, I felt, I I felt like a main character in that moment. Honestly, um, if somebody makes a biopic, I hope they include that. (laughs) Um, And I I guess I, I, I can kind of relate to that a little bit, but you do strike me as main character for the record. You, you. you're welcome. You're welcome. And so I, I also want to ask: Have you released a music video? Because I know you do the videos on your TikTok. Are you going to release a music video for one of these songs eventually? Like, are we gonna see something like you know, uh, maybe professionally done that you know with a, a team or anything? Not, not just that. Like, you can record a music video basically out of anything. Um, are we going to see a music video for uh, Jelly Surfing or something like that? I would love to do a music video. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't have the money. <laughs> oh, well, then we're um, going to crowdfund it, aren't we, listeners? We're going to oh, be cra- we're going to be giving him money because we want to hear. We want to hear oh, about I don't it. Know. <laughs> yeah, we do. You we got do want to hear. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. We we do. We we all want to hear it, don't we? Um, come on, uh, fans from TikTok. If you want to, if you want to, if you love him, if you love him, and if you're a good person, then you will help him. <laughs> oh, is there a place that we can support you? Is there a place mm. that we can like? Because you have your Instagram, 
and you, you have Twitter. Uh, is there a place that we can send something? Are you going to be creating a uh, a Patreon, maybe? We want to help. Maybe in the future. Um, I don't have anything right now. I, I, I probably should. I just will feel kind of funny about taking money from people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's that's the thing. that I, I have a I have a Patreon, but I never use it because I, I just want, I don't, I don't feel like I can really make money off of, you know, just, it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing to do online just to just say, Hey, give me your money because I'm cool and because I'm me. Um, but I would, I would like people to support you to see if we can get a music video going soon. Cause we want to be able to see more content and you know, like if, if you don't have the money to support from all of these, thousands of people following you then like like how are we gonna see more like what if your microphones break so if you are hearing this um you know like maybe try support but it's okay if you want to remain modest and anonymous i don't know if that's an issue creating a patreon you could still remain anonymous i think i'm not sure but you know uh we love that you do it not for the money but for the sake of music that's even better you realize that right that's cooler like you're not like yes give me your money yes i have merch you're just like eh, i don't know that's cool you're thank cool you. yeah, yeah actually yeah. honestly like my favorite thing about doing any of this is like just connecting with people yeah connecting with people who um have like taken a liking to my music or my personality or whatever um i've, I've made just so many friends um that i talk to now regularly that i'm like you know, I feel like a small part of their life and I check up with them and um, I love that because I really I really value being able to have my opinions and my worldview challenged. And so it's yeah. like the more people that I know around the world who are in different disparate situations um, and, and the more empathetic I can be with these varying people, uh, it's just going to make my worldview more compassionate and that's and, so and, cool. and understand other people better. And that's really important to me. So, yeah. 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 You know, I think that that for the sake of the message, you know, that is just that's impactful. We, we love you, Cloud Fodder. We love you, oh, Cloud. You. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and I just have the pleasure of being able to have this conversation with you. Just have just getting to know you is is such a privilege. You're right. Just because of how cool you are. That's that's a wonderful thing about the internet. Well, is that same it can, to you. Oh, thank you very very much. You yeah. know that makes me very happy, um, and I like making an everlasting impression on somebody that will really show people what I'm like, and not what certain people want to see me as, like this fake Regina George person. I'm not <laughs> Regina George. No, nice no. <laughs> yes. <Nice. laughs> thank you. Thank you. Are you gonna Are you gonna reference Clueless next? Or? Yeah, Clueless. You know the Heather's. You know all that stuff. And um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I <laughs> people think that I'm so mean. I don't know why did I, they why do? do people think yes? People think I'm so mean. And I guess like what? Where? yes. Sometimes I can be passive aggressive. Like if someone's pissing me off, I will play a song for them <laughs> in my show so that way they can hear it and know what I'm trying to say. I will ignore them and they'll listen to my show and they'll hear this song that I'm playing <laughs> for them 
and you know who wow. you are kind of thing. Yes, I do that. This like, but This is like Taylor Swift and DJ fun. <laughs> yes, yes, that's me. That is 100% me. I am so <laughs> passive aggressive when it comes to my songs. I like, I people will hear nothing from me. And then I'll just release a show, be like, by the way, I did this. I have no set schedule yeah. right now. And they'll just, anyways, this is an interview about you, not me. <laughs> this is an interview yeah, with Cloud no, Potter. I, I like this. I like getting... <laughs> I, the deets, the, deets yeah. the details on DJ Loch Nessie. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do, I don't, I just don't want to take this, the, the shine away from you. I'm not going to steal your thunder. I'm not going to take it You've from you. You've given me more than enough compliments to last me quite a while already, I, so I well, feel satiated. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to kiss your ass. I'm just making observations. Oh, You're welcome. And so, okay, let's get back to the questions. Uh, so uh we got the story behind my ugly and uh you know like uh we have this question here can you tell us more about your personal life what do you do behind the music sure. but i know you want to you do you want to answer that question yeah i mean, I mean you're anonymous, I, I do right? keep anonymous but like yeah there's like um you mean like my hobbies kind of stuff i'm happy to talk about oh, that. please do tell us all about you tell us about the man behind the magic <laughs> <laughs> pay no attention to the man behind the curtain type of thing. Come on. Yeah. Tell us about you. I, um, I mean, I, I'm kind of boring nerd a little bit, but I'll just, no. for the record, I'll just say, so I do spend the majority of my time on music and kind of cr coming up with creative ideas. But I also, I love psychology, sociology, yeah. philosophy. Like I'm always listening to audiobooks um, and podcasts and um, I'm interested in like, exercise and diet and fasting and kind of like nerdy biohacking stuff too. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like running. Uh, I like That's learning cool. and challenging my brain. So um, and I'm actually trying to get back into language learning because oh. I know it's supposed to help with like neuroplasticity and Is like it? cognitive longevity. I feel like so. a dumbass for not knowing that. <laughs> I feel so stupid for not knowing that. Oh, no. <laughs> I I hated taking Spanish and French in high school. I just it was I I hate learning about new languages. Like I care what you want to say to me in French. Like I care if you're gonna judge me in French. <laughs> like <laughs> don't judge me in French. Like um. But anyways, that's really cool that you have. Like, does Cloud Fodder work out? Do you have a gym membership? You know. I don't have a gym membership. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't use it if I did. But oh, I, I have like a, I love running. Um, so we have a treadmill. Like I used to run around a track like for a few years because I've oh. been running like most of my so, like, life. Um, are you an athlete type? I, I'm not in, really an athlete. Like I'm not a sports person. I didn't do sports in high school. So like, are um, you like tall like a basketball player, or like how what what kind of running are you, jumping over hurdles or are you jumping over turtle shells, like hurdles or turtles? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes me think of like Super Mario or something like that. Right? Yeah, I mean that's jumping what came to turtles. my brain. That came yeah, to my brain. Exactly. And so, like, would you say that running is, like, you want to, you obviously don't do it professionally, but, like, is that just your way of just, you know, letting it out? Do you listen, do you have any songs that you like to listen to while you're running? Do you have any specific songs you want to recommend? Oh, no, I no longer, like, 
run around a track um, like I used to. And that's when I would listen to music. Now I have a treadmill set up. Yeah. And I can watch TV series through streaming. And that's like a million times better because you're not you're not focused on the pain of running or the, the pain of running of it. well it's true it's like i mean people say i love running and i, I do like it but there's absolutely pain involved so. there is pain in running there is yeah yeah i can relate i walk everywhere i don't have a car um oh. i don't want a car uh just because it's so much money to have a car i i like taking the bus i like walking and that's just a, a great way. So do you like taking walks? And also, you didn't answer my question. What's your favorite song to listen to while, while working out? Oh, um, while working out. Well, if I was running around a track, there was like a Strokes song that like had the perfect tempo to like maintain a, a certain mile. I don't remember like a, I don't remember how, how many minutes it was, but it was like, okay, this is a great tempo. I think it was, um, the modern age some some stroke song was really good for that mm, i um, love the entirety of that album that the, the that recent album, album. So yeah i love that yeah. album yeah. i could just listen to it in loop for hours yeah <laughs> anyway so you like the strokes is there any band that inspires you musically is like what what's the emotion that you like are impassioned are passionate about this is one of like is there a specific band a specific person that you look up to that you try to emulate in music oh so many um okay. my favorite band i think will always be radiohead um <gasps> uh, i love tame impala too oh, i've been a tame, tame impala fan for so long since <laughs> yeah since i think yeah um, i'm a tame impala it's one of the first artists that i played on the radio this is one oh, of nice. the first ones yeah i know i played tame impala movies so so yeah, like, I, I definitely look up to those. Um, Kevin Parker is just fantastic. Um, mm. uh, actually, funny enough, I love my favorite of all time is probably John Williams. John and Williams? that's like, uh, um, he he did all of the music for like Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and E.T. Um, mm. Okay. And it's like really mainstream and dorky i mean it's like kind of basic to like okay, john I, williams but okay i mean you know like and as a radio host i hate it when people genre shame like you know like oh you don't like country music or like oh oh you don't you 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 like country music you like you rock like yeah i do like yeah. i hate it when people say that i let people like things i play yeah. all genres i hate it when people try to like put you in a box or gatekeep an artist People mm -hmm. shouldn't be judgmental when it comes to music. You should just enjoy music. You should just let the music yeah. take over you. Um, and it's like, oh, For you real, only know yeah. one song by The Killers? Pff, you only know Mr. Brightside? Well, yeah, <laughs> I like that song, and I don't like the other songs. What of it? Never mm -hmm. genre shame somebody. That is just, that's yeah. breaking the music code. I, I feel the same way, too, with, I mean, movies and TV and stuff. It's kind of like, you know, the point of this entertainment is that way someone, like, is enjoying life more. And to sort of like piss on them for that is like, why? Like, yeah. All, the only reason people do that is because they're trying to like hire their esteemed value in yeah. in their like social group more. So, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, uh, I think I think that it's not like it's not basic of you to like you know John Williams. I think that. A lot of people out there could probably relate, and in your comment section, you're now going to find, oh, he likes John Williams. 
So yeah, I hope so. I hope yeah. we start a convo on John Williams. Yeah. Well, I like to also hear you write some songs about, you know, like the people that inspire you or something like that. And so when you write music, what is the emotion that you'd say gets you in the zone? So when you are creating music, where can we imagine that we see you in your home? Are you just sitting there and you have a song that comes to your brain? Or is there a specific place that you go, I want to write music, or I have something I want to say? Or do you listen to something? Do you watch something? Do you do something? What inspires you to create music or to do these covers? I want to know. Yes, to all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> yes, to um, all of the above. <laughs> it, it's true. Um, I think every song uh, has come at like a different time of the day, a different location, mm -hmm. in either in my house or in the world, um, and a different source of inspiration. Usually, I guess to give you a little bit more of a nugget, like the the idea for a song usually starts with like one or two lines, like mm -hmm. "Please forgive my ugly." That was like, oh, okay. that was it. That was I can what. Build a song around that, that. Nice, nice. Um, so that's how once I have kind of this form. concept of like, okay, this is like the direction I'm headed, then that is usually what inspires me to complete that's the cool. stuff. That's cool. That's cool. You're like a magician. You're, you're magic. <laughs> <laughs> so this just stuff comes to you like you're wielding this power. That's really cool. And that's how most musicians, by the way, Joe Hawley is uh, someone that I actually did an interview with an unreleased interview uh, with Joe Hawley, the front man of Tally Hall, who's a dear, dear friend of mine, even to this day, um, as well as Peter Gilroy. They, uh, sorry, they um, both have, you know, like, I, it just comes to me. Joe said himself in an interview uh, prior that he is, he doesn't just create music. It doesn't, it's, it's not like I can just pump these things out it, it's like I'll be sitting in my living room and then uh, a ragtime tune comes to my brain and um, then I'll write about it. He has no control over this music that comes, it just comes to you. Uh, it'll just, it'll just all of a sudden be there and you have to write it down before it leaves. And so all musicians can relate to, I can't just release music. I need, I, it needs to come to me. And um, all three of you are Libras. I don't know if that's a Libra thing. But uh, Joe's a Libra, you're a Libra, uh, as you've have said, and uh, Peter's also a Libra. Libras are just so good at music. They're just naturally good at music. I don't, I don't know what the secret is that you Libras are hiding, but I think that's just very nomadic and vagabond of you to just like, I just walk in and it comes to me. I can see you just going to this, this cliff and just be like, music just graced my brain. And so uh, all musicians can relate to, obviously, like I, I have no control over what comes to my mind. Um, and I didn't release the interview with Joe because we decided that, you know, they didn't want to release it. Um, but, you know, like it, he, he mentions that stuff all the time. I think it's, it's cool to get to know the musician behind it all because you you get to see that they are real everyday people and that's what my ugly is about you know it's just i'm not this heavenly super person i'm a real person right is that is that the, the point behind it all, behind it all is like you're just a normal person because we we all love that we well we all love that we can relate to that yeah 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 and i think um not to beat a dead horse but my like there is definitely that like um we we can't 
expect to be a perfect like prototype of what everyone wants from everyone's different perspective. But also, like I was saying, there's kind of a dichotomy that we all have where like we we don't want to have to fit into someone's box, but at the same time we want to be liked for fitting mm -hmm. the like the box that the world has. Yeah. So the, the song is kind of about that inner turmoil, but it does definitely lend a favoring ear to um, the, the plight of people who like are struggling with their appearance. Right, sure. yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, teenagers and people that are like in the modeling industry can completely relate to uh, that song. Hmm. So uh, Zoom is going to make us give a little break. Do you want to take a second to end the call and um, just come back after? Because I just got this notification that the Zoom call is going to end. And I'm going to put uh, the listeners hello on uh, a bit of a pause for a second. And we'll be back after these messages. Uh, go ahead and listen to these lovely ocean waves. And I'm going to end this call and restart it, if that's okay with you, Cloudfather. That's good. Awesome. Thank you, every everyone, for listening. And we will be right back. Mm -hmm. Welcome back to Sailing the Soundways. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want you to fall crap. I'm sorry, that, that caught me off guard. Um, for those of you that are listening on Spotify, I guess you had two masks on your head. I'm sorry. He got bored. I guess you got bored. <laughs> this is what happens when you leave Cloudwater alone <laughs> with two masks. Anyways, oh my gosh, the element of surprise. He keeps us, he keeps us coming. <laughs> You're genuinely funny, by the way. Um, that scared me. I don't know why that scared me. That's You're ridiculous. Now. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, right. I'm fine. All right, so uh, welcome back, Cloud Fodder, to Sailing the Sound Waves with DJ Loch Nessie. Um, so uh, let's get into uh, one of these other... Oh, by the way, what? how many instruments can you play? Uh, mostly guitar. I mostly guitar? play guitar. I can play like a tiny bit of piano. Mm -hmm. I play the drums, but really poorly. <laughs> poorly? I mean, like, I, um, an author once told me that uh, if you are writing uh, you're not a future author you're an author you're an author if you're writing something mm -hmm. and so uh if you can play music that means you're a musician that means you can play the drums don't say i play the drums shitty you can play the drums you just need to learn more about it so yeah we we want to hear we want to hear you play the drums at some point when you start advancing in the drum world um, but we we also love the guitar, and so the instruments that are in your songs, which ones are they? Is it just the guitar? Oh yeah, I have a ton of different instruments because yeah. um, you can kind of play anything with the keys these days. Yeah. Using MIDI and samples. Oh, and all that's that. true. And so you 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 again you taught yourself how to do all that, didn't you? Taught yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I. Yeah, I just I produce all of it myself, um, just by necessity. Self-made. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it, it, it's it's not. I would actually love it if I had a producer that I really liked and trusted, and um, that we kind of had the same vision for what we think a good song sounds like. I haven't been able to find that yet, um, uh, because it's a, it's actually a lot of work to uh, you know to write the song, the melody, the lyrics. Um, then to record it all, play every instrument, mix it, produce it. You know what? And then I, I've even been doing the mastering. And so it's just like a, it's I, a big job, but I can't really pass it off easily to somebody else. It's okay, you know, because a lot of musicians these days are ditching the record labels and doing it themselves. I see it a lot of the time. I'd like to see a record label pick you up soon. Um, I, you know, because record labels will help you with all that. They'll do it for you and they'll let you just be the creative mind behind it all and but i i also love that you do it yourself it is such a good thing that you do it yourself because you do get the vision like uh melanie martinez was uh rejected by a whole bunch of people in hollywood then released an entire album and a movie by herself with purely off of her vision off her vision <laughs> went and scouted the entire world for locations we all saw her posting about it and uh, then she did it all herself so it is possible in hollywood to do it all yourself you are living proof i'm living proof i do all this stuff myself by the way um mm -hmm. there's no s secret i i'm just i'm magic and so uh, your magic, all these magical heavenly people in the sky, we all we all just we uh, we figure it out. And uh, it's all about the opportunities that were given. Um, but it is 100 percent possible to self make yourself, especially uh, with the age of the Internet. The Internet is what funds my career, my radio station, the Quest of College, and also uh, funds your music career. Um, uh, and you know even if you don't like make like millions of dollars off of it the fact that you get your name out there is the start it is the piece that you need it is the ember that sparks the fire and so we love that you're self-made by the way cloud we love that thank you you're welcome same and, to you oh, oh well, yeah. <laughs> thank you thank you see he's a genuinely good person we love that behind it all you're not an asshole <laughs> i should i shouldn't cuss I should not cuss. Uh, we will edit that out. Um, 
But so take me through a day in the life of you. Yeah. Um, so I get up really late. Um, we kind of were talking about this before, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but I actually, I, I literally have a sleep disorder and I have to like go to the oh, sleep clinic. It's like, sleep, it's, it's clinic. not 100% diagnosed, but I have to go where you like spend the night over at the hospital oh, and they, I'm okay. not looking forward to that. That's going to suck. But if it helps me figure out what my sleep disorder is, then that will be great. You know anyway. What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So after you have your your morning after of sleep I've disorder, had my, my sleep disorder. Um, yeah, nice, usually good, I, I get up. Um, gotta have a nice good bowl of sleep disorder. What next? Uh, yes, and yeah, it's pretty low calorie too. Sleep oh disorder. yeah, yeah. Lots of yeah. you know that's uh it's keto. <laughs> you can eat it with keto. Um. So what happens next? Um, yeah, so usually I get up, I have some caffeine, I, um, I usually like to start by working on something creative if I can, nice. or whatever the, like, either something creative or, like, I don't know if you do this, but whatever the, the most, uh, challenging thing is that yes. I have going that day, I, I usually like to do that first. Yes, I was about to say I do that first. I do everything, I want to get it out of the way, so that way I can have the rest of the day to myself. And also, so that way I can, you know, feel like I accomplished something. I can actually yeah. just do it. So it works out a muscle in your brain that eventually it becomes second nature, like taking out the trash. I don't want to take out the trash, but then I should do that first because I don't want to take it out of the trash. Tomorrow there'll be more trash to take out if I don't do it now, for instance. Yeah, right? for yeah. sure. And so yeah. you do that and... Um, yeah, well, and also like you um, doing the hard thing first is good just because I think we have a certain like our circadian rhythm kind of allows us to have like a higher cognitive performance when we first get up typically. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Did I say something funny? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not laughing. I'm still thinking about the mask on your face. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? I totally know. <laughs> yeah. So we're smart. We're smarter in the morning. We're better problem solvers in the morning. And then like in the afternoon, evening, we tend to be more tired and maybe more creative and yes. so um, I, I usually use that knowledge to like um like try and get get the stuff done that i'm like okay i really need to do this um try and do that the first couple hours of the day and then then i'm good okay well you know i think um and also do you would would you say that you work better with making music like because again it comes to you but would you say in the night music comes to you more does it Ooh, which that's nighttime? A, good a lot of people get like you know uh oh the song came to me i was just in the shower a lot of people get ideas in the shower mm, or yeah. like when they're swimming um uh would you swimming yeah swim water for some reason is one of the things that inspires me most i am a sailor captain for instance and i grew up near the ocean so maybe as i'm biased saying that but people have their shower thoughts and also people like when they're near the ocean or near water it's just natural for our mind to wander you know so again would you say that at nighttime maybe like you get or maybe when you haven't slept would you say you are more creative or when you have slept that's a good question i usually yeah i would say in the morning i don't have the creative ideas as much i think you're mm -hmm. right yeah. Um, I'm more in like problem solving mode. Um, I see. Yeah. So I'll have the idea for like a song or something, 
uh, in the afternoon or evening or night or something. Um, okay. And then that that one line, like I was mentioning before, I will kind of like, I'll attack that with my morning brain and energy <laughs> the yeah. next day. But the idea has to come at a time when I'm like, you know, oh, a cat. Yes, I know. She jumped on my lap. This is Ferris. <laughs> Um, At first, I just saw you going like this, and I was yeah, like, mm. I know. <laughs> I know. That must have been. I was thinking about that. This is my emotional support animal. Um, Good. Yeah. What, what was the name? Uh, Ferris. Ferris Bueller. Ferris. Don't judge oh. me. <laughs> she's just. Oh, and then she's back. She. Uh, no matter what I do, she does whatever she wants to, regardless. That's why I named her Ferris Bueller, because I feel like Rooney chasing her around. And so, yeah. Um, <laughs> That this is Ferris. She's. I like that. That's that's really cool. Thank you, thank you. And so, do you have any pets? Do so... I have any pets? Yes. Um, well, it's technically my parents' dog, but we have this little dog named Beanie. Beanie. And actually, a lot of my fans already know about the dog. Mm -hmm. She's in a couple of videos. Okay. She's like a tiny um, Westie Poo, which is like a West Highland Terrier poodle mix. Oh. Super smart. Um, oh, nice. Just like so adorable. Oh, I <laughs> like... love I love dogs. I love dogs so much. <laughs> I love dogs. I have everything stops when I see a dog. Everything the world stops. Everything that everyone's doing has to stop because I saw a dog. <laughs> I have to go pet it. And a cat. Like, okay, so you don't have a cat, but you have a dog. Would you say you're a cat person or a dog person? Probably a dog person. We've had cats, and I, I like cats. I don't have anything against cats. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, um, I, I guess because I, I'm a germaphobe, I, like, I cannot handle a dirty house at all. It is the, I, like, take my shoes off at the door, like, wash my hands, everything. And dogs are kind of messy. I love dogs, though. I love dogs because if you take care of them right, then that's not even an issue. But, you know, cats, they kind of take care of themselves. And so, yeah. I like, I like cats, but I love dogs. And so <laughs> I feel like a cat sometimes. You know, because I fall asleep in the sun and, um, you know, I, I don't know, there's this meme I saw about it. And so, yeah, so you have your little puppy. And would you say that um, your fans have taken a liking to this puppy? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. So, how old are your fans? Are your fans they, like your cats? They love Ferris. Literally, they think that, I think they love Ferris more than me. That's my fear. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my cat's going to replace me. But my cat uh, is actually in my recent um, album art for my last show, Dusk Hour. It, it, Ferris just cannot stay away from this chair when I'm in it. And so she was sitting right here. And uh, one of the candid pictures I got of myself, because, um, you know, I have my camera here, uh, was of Ferris sitting on my shoulder. Um, and it looked like we were going on an adventure. So, yeah, I just, <laughs> I'm sorry. This sounds ridiculous. But yeah, Ferris, Ferris is a fan favorite. I wouldn't say I put the focus on her too much, uh, but everybody loves Ferris. And uh, hmm, what other questions do we have here? I have so many, hold on. Uh, so what are you passionate about outside of music? 
so well, like any organizations, any uh, fundraisers, or you know, like um, you know, I'm passionate about uh, child protection or Black Lives Matter. I'm passionate about those two things. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm passionate about suicide prevention. What, what would you say your uh, your destiny is when it comes to um, the greater good of humanity? What would you say? Um. Wow, that's a good question. Something that is like inspires you to help the world. It's okay if you don't have one yet. You're still on your journey. Well, I mean, uh, for a long time, I think it was just taking information that I'd learned, like about psychology, sociology, and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. and um, helping like fans understand themselves better and uh-huh. kind of helping them. Ah. Um, like I see. giving them the knowledge about like how their life can improve or even like you know their their belief system like um, waking to, people just challenging up, you know? yeah yeah and i i'm very big into like um constantly challenging my opinions about things mm-hmm. um and always being open to the truth really yeah. um that's something i'm really passionate about nice um because so many people I mean, the majority of people, it's just how we're wired. So I can't really blame anyone, but we kind of have our camp or our, our, our political group or our belief system. And um, we're constantly reinforced to continue to believe those exact same things. Um, and so if we expose ourselves to differing opinions or we have conversations with people, civil conversations with people <laughs> who that, that we... Um, that we like, but we have a differing view on something. I think that's like really important. Um, so yeah, that's I guess cool. I would say behavioral behavioral economics. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm interested in in psychology. Yeah. Oh, that's super cool. That's super cool. Oh my gosh, we're running out of questions. I just we all love you so much. We want to hear so much from you. Um, so, is there anything that you want to tell your fans and my listeners about you that people may not know about you, that you want to tell people, but you haven't had a chance? That's a good question. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I think people kind of get the gist of it. I, there is like, sort of like, a lot of times people will only hear me sing and they'll be like, oh, that's how your voice sounds, like mm-hmm. your speaking voice. Yeah. Um, but I have, like, I feel like um, I really enjoy getting to know people just one-on-one. I'm always talking to people on my in my DMs. Um, <laughs> and so I wouldn't say I need to, like, broadcast anything to everyone. Um, You're I being usually broadcasted like to to right now? People. You're in the hot seat. People at I know, my, I know. my college, Quest of College, they're all going to be hearing you on uh, several different places, not that they don't already, but, you know, you're being broadcasted now. You are in center stage. You have the mm-hmm. floor. So there's nothing, nothing, I just love how real you are. I love how real you are as a person, and uh, we need that in the industry. We need people who are trying to break away from this cookie-cutter image of what the industry wants us to be. They, we want to push this on people. Well, I don't want that. I want to be myself. I love that. People say that they're themselves or you should try to be themselves. 21 Pilots tries to do it. In the end, they kind of go against what they are preaching. 
and you are a living example of what they're trying to be. You, do you ever think about hmm. that? You do what they, they are trying to do, but you actually do it? Because people will say that they're real, or they'll say that they, they, um, they don't want to be judged, um, like the Kardashians, but you're sitting here right now actually doing it. Like, that's Am really I? cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're 100% real. We're real right now. And I know that everyone out there is probably just like, wow, that's really cool. I want to emulate that. And you're a good mentor for people that are young on TikTok, listening and trying to find out who they are because they'll find you first before they find someone that'll try to bend them into being something that they don't want to be or something that they're not. And uh, you are you are the opposite of fake. And I, that's why I wanted Thanks. to interview you today. You're welcome. I feel Even like... Even though I'm, I'm totally, um, uh, you know... No, you're uh, not boring. Secret and uh, anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> you're not boring. It's We love the anonymous anonymity we love that you're anonymous i feel like that adds to it better you know we I, I think that people can emulate you better if they don't see a label on it of what you, they have to be if they're you if they're cloud they I like that. Yeah, yeah yeah you do it so well it so much the point where this anonymous part of you like disco face and computer face is two people that i have talked to Personally, they, they both love that because they don't want people to make assumptions about them and they don't want people to emulate them for the sake of emulating a person, but to emulate them for the sake of their music and who they are. And that's really cool. And so um, we ha are now at one hour and 17 minutes. Is there anything that you want to cover before we get into the last two questions? Because I have them already. No, I think I'm 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 ready. You ready? You ready? We yeah. by the way, this interview everyone's going to love it. You've been wonderful this entire time. Have you been working on an album? Are you going to release an album and uh are you going to release new music? What can we see from Cloud Fodder and uh your uh, on TikTok? What can we see in the future this year? Are you going to be releasing singles? Are you working on music now? Are you focusing on covers? What can we see? We want to see album, we want to see we want to see music, we want to see we want to see merch. What can we see this year? Mm. Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm blocking the it's sun with my hands. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not just totally a light i mean i look very angelic that way but... you do like angelic right now <laughs> you activate yeah. my adhd in a way that i've never ever had to deal with by the way oh no <laughs> you're an adhd interact i literally am so off focus with talking to you that's so much fun though we love that okay you're, okay. You're okay sorry go ahead <laughs> yeah um i'm definitely working on new music um if i haven't if I didn't already mention it, I'm trying to release a song either every month or every other month, um, working on video ideas, hopefully working at an album. Um, as you and I have talked about, like uh, mm -hmm. kind of just the nature of the way the industry is now, you kind of release a, a song every couple months uh, yeah. for about a year leading up to an album, um, just because that gives you more to promote. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, I'm kind of keeping that uh keeping that work mentality going into this year. Okay, it was wonderful. And you don't have to, by the way, you don't have to do that. 
if you don't want to, you don't have to, because we are here for you, and we're not just here for you to pump out music like we had talked about. We are oh, looking forward you. to. You're welcome, and you know you don't you don't you're not obligated to do anything. You don't owe anybody anything. If you don't want to do something, you don't have to. We love the music you've already released, and even if you don't release any more music, we we just love to hear from you. We love to see see you, and we'll go back to those videos and we'll watch them. That's how people are. And so you just continue being you. And if we do hear any new music from Cloudfather, I will make sure to promote that in my shows and I'll play it in my shows. If I have your permission, I will also promote your merch when you release it. And course, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll get updates from Cloudfather, won't we? Right? Yeah, so yeah. Cloudfather sure. on um, Instagram. Sorry, my cat is biting me. Stop it. Sorry. She has to be on the phone. It didn't hurt. It was just annoying. Um, okay. And I need to use my hands. So she's fine. Um, I, uh, we, I, I will promote all that stuff. And um, I know that you haven't released a merch yet, but um, I have in the thumbnail, I have the My Ugly uh, um, Hands. And I want to see that on a shirt one day. I want to wear it. Mm. I wanna, I Did wanna you know that. someone actually got a tattoo of that? Really? That's yeah. not something that you're telling me. Tell me all that stuff. I want to hear it. So it was an actual tattoo. Where? Where was it on an arm? Or that's cool. I don't know. So cool. um, they. I mean, they they messaged me and were, and were like, "Hey, I really like the design for my ugly. Can I get a tattoo of that?" Like it is, is a cool, cool design. You? Like they asked it's my permission. Cool. Let's get that um, on the screen real quick. That is one cool design. I actually do love that. Who did the art for it? Who did the album art? And who does the album art for you? Yeah, um, this a friend of mine, uh, she goes by Kinsley, I think just her first name. Mm -hmm. um, she's fantastic. Um, yeah, so someone messaged me and was like, I, I really like this. And they got a tattoo of it. That's cool. <laughs> That's nice. And they sent me a picture, so it's crazy. Awesome. Oh, I love that. I love this. And so was she a fan or was she like an actual friend of yours that wanted to do it? Did you ask her or did she just do it? She was a fan, and funny enough, like, um, I was just looking at, because sometimes I just like to engage in conversation with fans, yeah. and I was sort of just scrolling through my uh, following page, because I follow back as many people as I can who are my fans, are you following just like me? randomly. I don't know, am I? No, I did. I don't know. You need to follow me. I'll follow it for please, sure. Yeah. Please, please do. I just, I, you know, I'm, I'm Loch Nessie on TikTok. You don't have to. I don't want you to think that I'm using you for the views. I just want to get to know you, and I want to. No, follow of you. course, I, I will happily follow you. Um, anyway, I was like scrolling through, her one of her videos came up, and uh, it was for some art she had done, and oh. I just really liked it, so I messaged her, knowing nothing about her other than that she was following me and um we started a conversation and she's been doing the singles art ever since so that's cool you know uh yeah. joe and i actually became friends because he's the same way we love musicians you know because he wrote uh, hidden in the sand and also the bidding and murders and all of these songs that are blowing up on tiktok nobody talks about joe holly himself the absolute genius that does this stuff but he is as friendly as you are and as real as you are and all these musicians we adore them so stay that way because other musicians will have you know like oh you'll have to talk oh I, i'm not following you there's no reason why i need to follow you because you know you're not affiliated with me 
stop it. Like, why, why are you so stuck up? We love that. That's so cool of you. You don't know how rare it is to find someone like that. Do you think about that? That's so cool. You're bringing something new to the table that we need to see. That's for sure. How do you feel? How do I feel? Yeah, how do you feel like being this, uh, this, again, this oasis in the sea of fake people? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a, I don't have a savior complex. No, <laughs> I don't have a savior complex. <laughs> <This is what laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, I really like to encourage people to, to challenge their own opinions on everything and to start a conversation with people that they don't agree with and to evaluate kind of in a real way their, their own life and be, you know, be kind to everyone, even if they're on the opposite spectrum as you. Using so your it's really influence. important to me to just, just to be close with as many people as I can because I'm so honored that I have all these fans and I don't want to take that for granted. So, Oh, my camera died. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> my camera died. Um, okay. But anyways, so I think that's really cool. I think you deserve more credit and um, I just that's really cool i think that it's absolutely wonderful that you are this type of person that uses your influence for the better and you're not using your influence to flaunt how much money you have or what you have or what you don't have you're using it to be a genuine influence on our youth and um that's just super cool with that note um you're very welcome we have absolutely gone deep 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 into uh cloud fodder himself um, and I just, we, we all love you and, uh, thank you very much for joining us on Sailing the Sound Waves and, Thanks uh, KGR Radio Station. Yes. Yeah, um, that's, that's really cool. Is there any closing thoughts that you have that you want to say to my listeners and your fans today? I don't think so. No? Okay. Other than I love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you too. We love you too, Cloud. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. And you stay right there. I'm going to uh, do this outro and uh, we'll talk a little bit after. But I hope that you all enjoyed this wonderful interview, getting to know the man, the myth, the legend, the magician behind the music, Cloud Fodder. You are listening to Sailing the Sound Waves with DJ Loch Nessie on KGR Radio Station. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. So let's get that outro going and you can support Cloud Fodder on TikTok, on Instagram and all the socials, their regular socials. We have yet to see a Facebook page, um, but we also are looking to see merch soon. You can find all of his covers on there. You can find him on Apple Music, find him on Spotify, Amazon Music, the big four. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you very much for listening to this show and have a lovely day. Thank you.